When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. There we are. We're live. Listen. Oh, I apologize. If you're Dan Orlovsky, you're Dan Hansis, uh, Dom Foxworthy, whoever, whoever you are, uh, don't change your rankings on our account. Don't change your rankings on the mere fact that the Chicago Bears went out there and defeated the team that went to the NFC Championship game this season, last season. You know what? There are a lot of, like, I've seen them. We, we have so many receipts, and I'm not going to cash them in now. It's week one. We don't want to get too high. We don't want to get too low. But you know what? The Chicago Bears are one and up, and we're going to celebrate. And, Sammy, let's go ahead and start the show. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Adam Ray. Trying to cut it back. Justin Fields making magic happen. There goes Fields. Touchdown. The Sickest Chicago Bears and Fantasy Football Podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Your Chicago Bears are 1-0. And to be quite honest, I'm not going to sit here and gloat. Because it's exce- I'm just kidding. I'm going to gloat. I'm absolutely going to gloat because the Chicago Bears were a seven-point dog at home to open up this week. I guess the team that – listen, I understand the 49ers are a good team. They were in the NFC Championship game last year. You're starting a quarterback who had, who had not started a lot of their games in the NFL, but it's not about the 49ers. It's not about the haters. It's not about the people that ranked us 32nd in their power rankings or anything like that because we knew – coming into this contest, that the Bears were a lot better than a lot of people were giving them credit for. And there's a lot of things that are going that that we can look at right now that made a huge difference in this game. And, and let's be quite honest. The defense, everybody was upset that we hired a defensive coach, that we spent two first-round picks on defensive players. You saw exactly why they did that. During the first half, there were times – where things were not looking great. The defense was getting moved upon. Things could have gotten out of hand. That defense played very well. There was a very good reason why it was 7 nothing at the half and why it didn't get more out of control and why that when they went to halftime and yet you missed out on a potential Cairo Santos field goal, which looking back now, let's, let's, let's be quite honest. Let's be, let's be happy. They did not attempt a, third, a, a 47-yard field goal. Given the fact the way the two extra points went, I think we dodged a bullet. So congratulations to our punter, whose name I have yet to learn yet because he's still wearing Pat O'Donnell's number. But listen, thank you for 
not scoring because that actually or, or, or having a penalty because that actually helped us. We probably avoided losing some points because of that, and it's uh, and it's quite it's quite good. There's there's a table over there with the Bears fan. If you remember, yeah, okay, listen. The fans are pouring in here. By the way, I should let everybody know we're at Rip Beer Company in Huntington Beach, California. The location on PCH. We're turning this into a Bears bar. If you're if you're in the Orange County area, uh, you know that Fitzgerald's had long been the home of the Chicago Bears. That place is closed. Uh, what is that? Cruisers. Cruisers is a uh, is a 49ers bar now. How does that feel, Cruisers? We're at Rip Gear Company. We'll be here throughout the season. We're turning this into a Bears bar. Anybody who's been to place, and obviously in Southern California, we're one of the national games. You got to stay at home. But next time, you got to hit that Sunday ticket. You come down to Rip Beer Company. We'll be here. Sunday ticket. We have our pick of televisions. And if you saw my Instagram story, I have the prime spot. So we're all good. Let's talk a little bit about what happened. So defensively, bailed us out of a couple of situations. They made a couple of huge plays. They created some turnovers. I thought Jaquan Brisker played really well. I know that – I don't think it was his responsibility. We're going to have to go back and watch the All-22. I don't think it was his responsibility on the on the pass that Trey Lance missed. He also missed – he also missed Lance on a run. And I think this is important to note. He missed, he missed Lance on a run, but I think he was pulling up because he expected him to slide. And if you saw in the second half – the Bears kind of made an adjustment. They net, they they hit Trey Lance every time he got out of the pocket. There was no letting up. There was no because there was no indication that he was going to slide. The Bears made the mental adjustment and hit him every time. And I think it hurt him a little bit. Let's talk about a number of things here. The Bears were down ten nothing. Could have been ten three, ten nothing. If we would have been watching a game like this in the past, we 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 would have watched this game last year. The Bears would have folded up. The Bears would have lost. This would have been a blowout. It would have been like, well, we were close in the first half. We wouldn't have made any adjustments, and it would have been what it was. And that's just kind of the way it went last year. I'm really impressed with the way this team found a way to win, found a way to make some adjustments defensively and offensively. There are a lot of like a lot of great plays, limiting the 49ers on their chances in the first half. A lot of that stuff gets overlooked. You know what? I know you can say, well, they got lucky. No, no, no. They, they created turnovers. They made the stops when they needed to. Obviously, there were some drops. The weather really didn't, to me, make a huge factor until the end of the game when it was impossible for the 49ers to make a rally. But let's be honest, they weren't going to. Trey Lance is not going to rally that team. And I think the 49ers are now going to have to go home. And I know week one can be a liar. but And I'm not saying that things would have been different if Jimmy Garoppolo had played. Doesn't matter to me. What are we talking about? Who cares about that? I thought defensively, they made a, a, a lot of nice adjustments. Debo Samuel obviously scored a touchdown, but he didn't become a factor in the second half. A lot of these guys that you would have expected to be factors in the second half didn't hear from them. You didn't hear from them at all. And offensively, and listen, I know the Bears, there were some blocking schemes that got blown up. Kevin Jenkins got benched for a little bit, but listen, they made the plays where they needed to be. And I think that we just saw how special Justin Fields can be. Extending plays, getting out of the pocket, finding the open receiver. Now, obviously, the ball that he threw to, to Dante Pettis, a little bit of a duck. There's a reason for that. He was so wide open 
why are you trying to thread the needle? I don't know. You just got to let loaf the ball to him. Let him catch it. He's going to run into the end zone. We saw it. We absolutely saw it. And then we also saw a touchdown from Equinemius St. Brown. And I think this is, this is significant. We thought coming into this season, Equinemius St. Brown is brought in because he is a great blocker as a wide receiver. And we saw it on the play, uh, a couple of plays previous or the play before where Equinemius made an amazing block, amazing block. And they took Darnell Mooney out of the game. And you look at it and, you know, I'm sitting there as a viewer and I'm watching this and I'm like, well, Darnell Mooney's out of the game. They got Equinemius St. Brown in there. Obviously, they're going to run the football because they have their best blocking wide receivers in there. But what happened was, is they threw a touchdown pass. I, I cannot tell you, and I hope Draft Dr. Phil's on. I know he's doing his own thing. I'm going to talk to him later. I thought, you know, with the personnel, you don't want to get too obvious with the personnel that you're, you're using. And I, I thought, like, with Darnell Mooney out, Equinemius St. Brown in, obvious running situation. The Bears have been very conservative all game. And then Justin Fields, they suckered them. They suckered them. They outcoached them. They they suckered the 49ers into thinking it was a run play. I guarantee you, on the sideline, with no Darnell Mooney out there, they're run, 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 run. They suckered them. This is what we're going to expect from this coaching staff. Now listen, are we the most talented team in the world? There are a lot of things to show. And I don't want to ignore some of the problems that were out there. But listen, like Nick Bosa played a good fine. It's a good game. He didn't dominate this game. Nobody from the 49ers dominated this game. This coaching staff put the Bears in a position to win. This is why you need to understand this team is different. I'm not saying they're going to the Super Bowl. They might not even make the playoffs. But this is what we can expect week in and week out. Games, there's Skip right there, the guy who runs the whole show. We will be in games. We are not going to be outcoached. We're not going to be outclassed. We had some mistakes. And there's a lot of things we'll go over Tuesday when we get together with Carmen Vitale and we do take it to the rank. But listen, we're one and freaking oh. We're undefeated. The Vikings are going to lose or the Packers are going to lose. What are those teams that are going to lose? We're going to be in the upper half. We're going to be tied for the lead in the NFC North. At worst case scenario, they could tie. Okay, they could tie. Let me tell you something. There's a lot to be excited about. You, If you do not walk away from that game and know that that team is different, but I don't know what you're watching. And there's going to be a lot of haters. I know Dan Hansis wasn't watching that game. I know Dan Orlovsky wasn't watching that game. They're going to be like, oh, it was the rain. It was this. It was, they're going to find reasons to say why the, four, the, the excuses will be out. But you know, and I know, that the Chicago Bears went out there and earned that victory. That was a well-coached team, well-executed. At times, it was frustrating with how conservative they were. But when they needed to make the big plays, when they needed to dig down and make things happen, that's exactly what they did. And that's exactly what we've been talking about over the last couple of months, that this team was different. This is why we did not buy the noise of them being the worst team in the NFL, because it's nonsense. They absolutely are not, and they proved it. And listen, one game, on to Green Bay next week. So I'm going to sit here. I'll tell you what, I might have a beer. I might go out there. I might have a drink. Be responsible. 
and get my way out of here. But let's let's enjoy this one. I'm going to see everybody Tuesday. Take it to the rank is going to be lit this week. So thanks to everybody for being here. Thanks to those who – we had a good crowd here at, at Rip Brewing Company, Rip Beer Company in uh, Huntington Beach. We'll be here again next Sunday. Thank you so much, everybody. Sammy, while we close it out, it's time to celebrate and go down. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.